It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. Thank you for joining edition of Bumps and Thumps, the talk of wrestling. I'm Brian Ferguson. My guest today is a rising star on the independent circuit. He is also a member of the Rabid Empire with Nigel Rabid and Dred Roberts. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce Mr. Lord Atu. Lord, thank you for coming on today. I know you're busy. Uh, it's, a, it's a circus here, man. I got three little Atus running around. They don't make it easy. So if you hear if you hear little chattering in the background, that's them. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. I just appreciate you giving us the time to have you on the on the show today. So talk a little bit, if you would, Lord, about growing up, where you're from, where you grew up, kind of your family background, if you would, please. All right. Uh... Well, I grew up mainly in California, moved all around, uh, place to place, never really had a, a stable home setting. So that's where wrestling kind of, it, uh, helped like it, uh, it feels like home because constantly traveling, having to go different places. So it's, it's a nice, it's, you know, something that works for my past. Um, not too much, you know, there's not, not a lot exciting about me growing up, man. Just grew up gang family, uh, people getting shot, jail, stuff like that. So I had to turn to, to wrestling because I've had many teachers tell me uh, I was by the time I'm 18 or whatnot, I'm going to be in jail or dead. So 33 showing you guys. Yeah. Wow. That's uh. well, you know what? I'll, I'll give you credit where credit's due here. Uh, you picked yourself up and got yourself out of that environment and you should be commended for that. Cause sorry to say a lot of people don't do what you did and end up in jail or dead or getting into drugs or other things that, uh, so I, 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 
I truly do commend you for it. So kudos to you, my most, friend. Most of that kudos has to go to my dad. He's the one that finally saw what was going on after, you know, like the third time of being shot at. He was like, oh, shit. You know, I got mm-hmm. to change things and got us out of that. Um, yeah. The the thing that was my choice was I stood I stayed away from it. You know where yeah. where we ended up, where we ended up. Um, it was in Orange County, California. So mm-hmm. not a lot of not a lot of gangs, not a lot of uh, you know bad stuff going on there. There was stuff like in certain parts, but right. you had to go find right. it. And I was yeah. actively not trying to find it. I was yeah. hanging out with all my my white friends, my Asian friends. You know, rock shirts. I. I don't the thing that made me look semi gangsterish was because my dad was gangster. He always had to shave my head, so I always had a shaved head. But I like I uh, would offset that by wearing a bunch of like skull rings, biker rings. Uh, I had okay. chains, bracelets. I even had these uh <laughs> these Hot Topic special boots that were like went all the way up to my calf. Buckles, metal. I was like. There's no way someone could look at me and be like, oh, yeah, that guy's a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's, you know, sure enough, it did happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, uh, let's talk a bit about then. How did you get into the business? How did you get into pro wrestling? You know, let's first I want to say that you, I've seen you at Mid-States Wrestling a number of times now. And I don't know how long you've been doing this, uh, but I commend you because you're a great wrestler. You're great, <laughs> and you're a great uh, talker, uh, interviewer. Uh, you know, when when we're at these events and stuff, I've, you know, the when you're in your surroundings there with uh, Nigel Rabbit and, and Dread. I mean, it's great. I love it because it brings me back to when I was a kid. You know, the yeah. the 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 heels, the guys that you know bring that passion out of the audience to to get them into the to the match. You know, uh, and I think that's a missing component. But we'll we'll, uh, we'll circle back here to a minute. How did you get involved in wrestling? Talk to us about that, please, Lord. So that one's a it's kind of a funny story. Um, I've well, I've always been into wrestling since you know, I was I was born into it. My dad watched wrestling with his uncles. Um, they watched wrestling, you know, so it was just something that we always grew up watching. So it was everyday part of life. Now, fast forward to when I was, uh, I think, 20, 19, 20 years old. Um, I stumbled upon a Madden tournament at a GameStop in California, Cerritos, California. Uh and while I was waiting for my turn or whatever, I saw these flyers, and it was for a championship wrestling for Hollywood. Um, at the time, it was NWA championship wrestling from Hollywood, and that's what caught my attention because the NWA title was uh, featured, and then yeah. Percy Pringle III, a.k.a. Paul Bear, he was on there, and I was like, oh, shit. And then uh, at the time, you know, I didn't know who he was, but now everyone knows his name, L.A. Knight. Yeah. He was the he was the uh, yeah. I believe the champion at the time with Paul Bear being his manager. So I marked out. I popped. I was like, "Oh shit!" You know, I know that guy. I just seen it on TNA like two weeks ago, and uh, 
the guy that was behind the counter goes, you like wrestling? I was like, dude, I love wrestling. So he gives me the flyer and he goes, this is our first taping. It's going to be in uh, Santa Ana. You should check it out. So me and my uh, ex-wife went, or my, she was my wife at the time. Uh, we checked out the show. She's not a wrestling fan at all. She actually hates it. That was a, that was one big thing about our relationship because her brother loved wrestling, and he would just run up to her and go Brock Lesnar and pick her up and fucking throw her. <laughs> yeah. So he was not a fan, uh, or she was not a fan of wrestling, but she still went with me. Um, I was just my jaw was dropped, dude. I was just watching. I was just like. You know, a lot of guys who are in WWE now were there at that show, or not just WWE, but AEW, like uh, uh, Cesaro, Claudio Castagnoli, he was there, Peter Avalon, um, uh, Brian Cage, uh, I think he's in AEW as well. Mm -hmm. uh, the, a lot of those guys were all at Championship Wrestling Hollywood. Right before we started getting, they started getting televised, uh, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, he was there doing working it too so it was it was just amazing to see that and like halfway through the show they uh they announced that if you have uh questions or whatever email us at this so i was like i just whipped out my phone emailed them right then and there i was like how do i how do i become a wrestler what do i do because i thought it was just like a fucking factory that just made pro wrestlers that went straight to wwe you know what i mean like i didn't know anything about the indies yeah and uh Oh, give me one sec. This is where nature. This is where nature calls. <laughs> but uh, I, I got an email from uh, David Marquez, who was running uh, Championship Wrestling Hollywood. Yeah. And he uh, he sent me to a school in Anaheim, literally right across the street from Disneyland, and uh, okay. Mach One Wrestling M1W, and I was like just in love dude i went there and the thing that scared me the most though was uh the the promoter straight up told me if i don't think that you're made to be a wrestler i'm gonna tell you and we'll find you a we'll find you a spot you know whether it be ref commentator timekeeper security you know we'll find you something so every time i trained i trained my ass off because yeah. I, no, there's nothing wrong with any of those um, positions in wrestling. A lot of those, yeah. they make the show go. You know, they, yeah. they, they're cogs in the machine. I just was like, my heart was set on being a wrestler. I was like, that's that's what I am. That's what I have to do. Yeah. Granted, yeah. you know, I wasn't sure what I was getting myself into, but I went, mm -hmm. you know, the first, the first training, and it was, it was, it was, it was a lot, man. Like I remember this one drill. Called, uh, it's called, it, it was like the tens or something. And uh, yeah. you start off and you do 10 push-ups, 10 jumping jacks, and like 10 squats, I think. And then you do nine push-ups, nine jumping jacks, nine squats, nice. all the way down to one. And I was like, I was dying. I was like, dude, I, I don't know if I can do this. This is like, you know, like it was, it was so bad that while I was trying to do the push-ups, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I don't think he wrestles now, but a guy named Nick Madrid literally stood over me, grabbed me by my waist, and was helping me up and down, up and down. And that, like, for me, that was like, all right, well, these guys are fucking cool. But, you know, I was like, 
am I going to really be able to do this? Am I going to be able? And I just took it out. We took it out. and took it out because yeah. you know it was two fifty to sign up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got to put this. I can't just waste that money. So yeah. I I I fought and I I went and I was at practice every day. Uh, we had training. Um, beginners training was Monday, Wednesday. Advanced was Tuesday, Thursday. They told us just go Monday, Wednesday. I went every day. I yeah. would. I'd show up uh, the the events and they would have me do the drills and like get to the point where I was at and then just have me watch. And then every time I would come to those, I would do more and more until about like a month into training. I was already with the advanced guys. I was already doing the shit with them. Um, And then six months after that, six months after training, I got my official debut in March of 2012. Okay. Um, and it was against uh, who would become my future tag team partner, uh, Luis Tapia. Um, it was it was fun. It was a uh, it was it was cool. It was kind of it was kind of frustrating though for the first match because I didn't know like really anything about ring uh, match agents. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys who was like the ring general there, he uh, he was being our our agent, and it kind of uh, it was kind of rough because. We had practiced and planned. Um, we had pe- practiced and planned so much, so many spots, and like, yeah. Hey, stop! So many spots that we thought, you know, we're not obviously we're not going to use them all. It's going to be like a five minute match, you know. Mm-hmm. We weren't able to use not one spot. It was. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, he was just like, you guys are going to do one of you is going to do universal. You're going to do the universal initially. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be mirrored, so you're gonna you're gonna hit um, the hip toss, and then he's gonna get up. He's gonna hit the hip toss, and you're gonna hit a uh, <laughs> arm drag, and he's gonna hit an arm drag, and you're gonna hit a body slam. So it was kind of like, all right, it's not what we it's not what we imagine what we do, and it, it's probably for the best because you know at that young at that young of a career. Um, was that I at that young of a career, we were marks. You know, pretty much it was gonna be if Austin <laughs> versus Goldberg ever happened. Yeah. And that, that that essentially what it was was, you know, like yeah. in practice, we had one spot, it was like the finishing spot where he hits me with the 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 Luthes press. And um as I as I'm you know, he's selling and he's getting all pumped up. He's gonna. Mm-hmm. He was gonna pick me up for something, and as he picks, you know, as he picks me up, I break out and uh, I'll hit him with the European. And as he's supposed to sell around, I was gonna hit the ropes and then spear the shit out of him. <laughs> it was just gonna be as simple as that. Like, um, not you know, nothing too crazy, but like we were right. definitely, we definitely had an idea of what we wanted, what we wanted to do. And it just didn't happen. Yeah. And that was like, an, it sucked, but at the same time, it was a good, um, you're done, dude. Um, it was a good, it was good. It was like, a, all right, you know, things change in wrestling. Like the plan that you have coming in, the thing that you, uh, you want to do, it's most likely not going to happen. So how yeah. do you adjust? What do you do? And it was yeah. kind of, it was kind of cool to 
to live through that because it helped me with my actual um, match prep. Because yeah, when you know you'll you'll call a spot or you have something planned, and then someone doesn't, you know, one of you guys don't remember. Maybe the yeah. refs in the wrong spot. You know, what do you do? Do you just stand there and look like, oh, I, you know, or do you <laughs> go? You know, you make it. Yeah. You act like that's that was part of the plan all the time. You know. Yeah. And my my style, I tend, it's kind of weird. Uh, I tend to like uh, that rough kind of. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Like when you watch a match and you're like, ooh, is this real? Is that a shit? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I tend to like those matches more because you get more yeah. crowd reaction. Because now it seems yeah. like everyone's kind of numb to everyone's kind of numb to like um you know like flips and stuff like everyone loves it but it's like you know you see every match they do it Mm -hmm. and it's it's almost like watching someone do a a suplex or a ddt you're like oh okay yeah that was cool 450 you know and it's funny because out here i've noticed people do pop for the big you know spine Mm -hmm. buster like i watched um a new breed uh that's that's another place that I'm I'm working okay. at right now. Yeah. And uh they I watched um Joe Helms, Big Joe Helms and the Iceman, and they had a match um not so long ago. And Joe hit him with a spine buster, and you would have thought that, you know, they hit a Canadian destroyer off the top into a flaming table. That's how loud this that, that pop was. That's how crazy these guys got for that and it was like oh wow you know like the that old school style of wrestling yeah. is still pretty big out here no yeah. matter what the the fat is they really love that harley race <laughs> yep. you know that that kind of yep. ground and pound out here so yeah. it, it suits me yeah it uh it is old school in this area i gotta ask you what brought you from california to, to Missouri. Mid-state. I get you know Missouri, <laughs> Kansas, yeah. Illinois area. Um, we were what what uh what brought um, you here? So, so we me and my wife kind of went from uh zero to sixty really fast and we went from having you know getting together to having a family of four relatively fast. We popped out each of our kids one after another. They're all about a year apart. Okay. Um so it was just getting too expensive out there. And then mm-hmm. my parents, uh, they moved to Arizona with my brother. 
and they were trying to get us to move out there, but I was like, ah, no, dude, Arizona's too hot. Like, right now in Missouri, folks watching, it's 64 degrees, and I'm sweating. Yeah. It's it's hot for me now. Like, I'm so used to single digits, you know, 20, 20 yeah. degrees, 30 degrees. That 60 degrees is just too much for me, man. I'm like, yeah. the day the day uh, it was like last week, it wasn't, yeah. it was like 30 degrees, 35 degrees or something like that. So it wasn't yeah. freezing anymore, technically. I was walking around in my uh, my flip flops and my shorts and a tank top. <laughs> and people were just like, you know, and people who lived out here their whole lives just look at me like, what the hell? Oh, yeah, it's a yeah. California guy. That's all he yeah. does. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I lived in Sacramento for a couple of years and uh, oh, okay. it, it, the def, definite difference in, in weather. So I understand okay. that. But um, I want to ask you, you know, you've been at Mid-States or, you know, New Breed, Missouri area, a few years now. Um, who has been one of the people that you've really enjoyed working with as a wrestler, either as an opponent or as a tag team partner besides Dread? Because that's besides your... Dredd. Besides Dread. Yeah, he's actually... I want to say he's the he's the first person I've tagged with out here because I've I've I have been out okay. in Missouri for about oops, oh there we go all right I have been out in Missouri for about uh, three years now come going on three yeah. years okay. and I've only been wrestling out here for close to like seven eight months it's going to be a year in July okay. or June because I uh, got into an accident when I was out here. Um, it was a semi, I was driving a cement truck that, uh, mm. toppled over, messed up my back for a while. Mm. Um, so when I finally got all that figured out and, um, like fixed and got the okay to come back to work, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, started just wrestling in mid States and, uh, new breed were the first two I, I reached out to because, um, well, new breed. For a second, they had a training. They had a training school out in Republic, and so I was mm -hmm. like, "Oh, sweet! You know, that's I have someone to train or somewhere to train out here." And then I got hurt, and then within that time period, that disappeared. So when I messaged them yeah. saying, "Hey, you know, I'm good to go. Um, are you guys looking? You know, you guys do anyone booking? Here's my old stuff. Um, not." not as my beard isn't as black as all that anymore and you know <laughs> i can't say i'm not as because i was fatter back then like i'm kind of like I'm, I'm fat now but it's <laughs> it's going somewhere positive like i'm going i'm going in a good direction i'm not getting bigger i'm getting it, more tone and stuff like that so it's, yeah i was gonna say you're it, not you're not i i've seen you in person you're you're a big dude but not big as in how do I say this? I'm no sloppy I'm big. No you're not sloppy big. You're not sloppy big. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean you're yeah. you're a big dude. And and just for fans that haven't seen you in person yet, you know, yeah, he's a big guy, but he's not sloppy big. You know, you don't you know I, I, I think that's the big. best way to describe it. Yeah. There we go. All right. So yeah, go on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, for so for the uh, for the people out here that worked, um, I have I've 
had fun working with uh, some of the newer students at Mid States, like uh, Gabe and uh, um, Trey. Trey, uh, yeah. They're, yeah, the, those guys are like uh, they they go back and forth as like the the matadors and like they just do like they're, they're, they're you know they're smaller guys, so it's kind of fun to work with smaller yeah. guys because I can mm. ca- catch them in the air and stuff like that. But uh, Bert uh, Bert Cameron, yeah, he's probably. He's probably one of my favorites that I've worked with because um, he, his, uh, his, not just his wrestling personality, but the way he sees wrestling, the way he wants to work, the way he works. What? The way, the way he works. And then plus Dennis, you know, his, his, uh, yeah, his, um, I can't say mascot because he's not a mascot. He's like his own entity. His character is awesome. I love that guy. Anything Dennis does, I'm on board with, man. Like one of of my favorite things that I've done was uh, I filmed a little vignette or promo on on Bert. It was supposed to be me and my goons kidnapped Dennis. Uh, We kidnapped Dennis. And but like it was one of those things where I sent them out. They had to go do, get the get their hands dirty, and then when I came to do the torturing, it wasn't Dennis; it was Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the reason behind my puppets because it was because it was hand puppets that were my goons. Right. Yeah. They're, they're colorblind, so they don't know red, <laughs> red or blue. <laughs> so, I I oh. have I have the most fun where I get to like. Like I look serious, I look scary. It's like a scary, serious yeah. look. And when you hear me talk and my ideas and the stuff I want to do, it's mm-hmm. not it's not that because I like yeah. My favorite my favorite era of wrestling was the Attitude Era, where it was, okay. you know, half gimmick, really dumb. Like that doesn't make sense, and yeah. super like like when you when you rewatch it, the wrestling isn't like. The, the technical aspects, you know, you're like, oh, okay, right. you know, it wasn't as great as I remember it, but it was right. the characters. Those characters mm-hmm. made that wrestling like up here for for me, you know, like yeah. One of the reasons why I go by Atu or Lord Atu is because of guys like Undertaker, Stone Cold, The Rock, Kane. Like, and you just hear those names, you're like, that's that's not a name. But if you're yeah. in the wrestling business. That's a name. Like I was this close to naming my kid Stone Cold Steve Austin, <laughs> um, and it works. That would have been awesome. Have, they have a lot of names, you know. They he could have just been like, yeah, I'm, I'm white and Mexican, so we have all the, we have it's all white names, but it's the Mexican, it's the Mexican amount of names. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, my my wife totally vetoed that. I was like, well, how about Undertaker or something? Taker. Uh, like, Give me, give me something, you know. Give me something, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm even cool, Jeff or Matt. <laughs> I gotta say, your your era you talk about, I enjoyed actually the Monday Night Wars between mm-hmm. uh, WCW and WWE. You know, that's I think today um, that's the missing part of it. You know, to me. I know you have Monday night, uh, and then you know uh, AEW on uh, Rampage on what is it Wednesday? Uh, yeah, you know, there's a few shows on now, but I'm saying back then, 
that together at the same time and, and having to flip the channel back and forth, that was exciting. I mean, I miss that. That's me, though. I mean, my I mean, I was in my late 20s when that was going on, you know, and and uh, you were a kid, I'm sure. And uh, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, I mean, I enjoy I don't mind. I watch some of it today. Don't get me wrong, you know, but I enjoy the Indies a lot more. Your organization that you'll be at here shortly is Mid States. Jason Jones, all you guys are just so. How do I say it? So professional and so yet uh, in character when you're on and when you're out there during either prior to the card starting or, you know, intermission, you guys are, um, how do I say it? Professional. You, 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 you'll go up, you'll talk to the fans or whatever. You'll sign stuff. What I love the most is you don't push your merch and your merch and getting in doesn't cost an arm and a leg to get into a WWE yeah. show. You're going to spend 200 bucks at least. Mm-hmm. Where at a mid-states, I might spend with the ticket, maybe grabbing some grub and, uh, you know, a couple items. I might spend 50 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know, the, the, under, the underrated thing at mid-states is the food. I'm not going to lie, dude. Like oh, yeah. That. They have pulled pork nachos. That shit is bomb, dude. Like that right there. Yeah. I was like, oh man, because I don't, you don't get that in California. You get nachos, maybe some <laughs> some steak or some chicken, but pulled pork nachos, dude. Like yeah. that. That's one of the things I do love about being out here is brisket and pulled pork. Like, yeah, it's like out in California. Sometimes you'll get like a really good barbecue place. Yeah, and the pulled pork is pretty good. But I've never had I never had brisket until I came out here. But oh man, yeah, that's good stuff. I had a brisket pizza one time, dude. That right there, <laughs> yeah, that, was like, good, that yeah. one right there was like life changing. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Mid States. Uh, you work for New Breed, Mid States. Uh, have you worked for Wrestling for a Cause, Rockwells? I have. I have not. Those are the only two I've worked for right now. Okay. I'm trying. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to expand more uh, this yeah. year. It's a, it's a little tough because I have the kids, um, and then my yeah, wife yeah. isn't. She she was training to be a wrestler. That's how we met. Um, my okay. father-in-law actually wrestled a lot out here and in California. Okay. Um, that's okay. why we chose to come out to Missouri because that's where she's from. This is where she's from. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, it's kind of it's kind of hard because it's overwhelming to have three toddlers because uh, yeah. our kids are four, five, and three. <laughs> so. Uh, I feel for you, my friend. I feel age. for you. Yeah, those are not easy ages uh, to yeah, take out to wrestling shows and whatnot. No, no. All right. Well, let me ask you this. You know, you're part of this uh, rabid empire now with with Nigel and Dread, and Nigel is expanding. I've seen him. I interviewed him uh, probably in late November. I want to say early December. Mm-hmm. Um. Talks very highly of you, of course. You're part of the Empire and 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 Dread, but uh, he's down in Texas and stuff. Are you planning on maybe broadening out to those areas as well, or what's kind of definitely your plan ahead? I, yeah, I have a lot of uh, I have a lot of friends from California that do wrestle in Texas or around. 
and um, they're all expanding out this way, and I'm going to try to expand towards them. Yeah. Um, it's uh, I like Texas is very top on my list of places I'd want to wrestle because you know Eddie Guerrero's from there. Big, he's a big influence mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with my style of wrestling. It kind of sucks because I I used to do because I've been wrestling for 12 years now, going on 13, okay. and uh, or maybe it's 13 going on 14. Well, I started training in 2011 and made my debut in 2012. So 12 years in the working in the business, uh, 13 years training and being a part of it or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I do the three amigos a good a good amount before I came out here. But a lot of time I'm a heel for the most part. So yeah. I'll hit two, one, two, and then I'll have them break it up, you know, reverse it. Cause I get, that's like an automatic crowd popper. When the heel tries to hit the three amigos and the face stops it, they love that. So that's, that's what I go with. But, um, and I love Chavo and, uh, yeah. Dirty Dom. I cannot stand the way they do the three amigos. Dude, it's nothing like Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero has this fluid motion. And yeah. it's just, it's like, yeah. it's like doing the spinner rooney. Like the way you see Booker T whips his legs for a spinner rooney, that's how Eddie Guerrero does it. And yeah. when I started doing it, that's how I do it. You know, I, I throw those legs. It looks like it felt stupid the first time because I felt like it looked ridiculous, but it makes it so yeah. much easier to get that momentum, go over and set up for the next one. And it's wow. something that, uh, like, I, going out there would be a big deal for me. Like, I would love to wrestle out there. Yeah. Or, where Eddie wrestled because yeah. I, I do kind of like I love his uh, the light you know the light cheating steel stuff at, during the matches. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I I try to do that as much as I can. Like it is where it's permitted and where it makes sense. I w- I would win every match cheating that way if I could. Like literally every match, if someone can, if I could cheat anyway, I would do it. Like. Those were my favorite matches. Like every time yeah. an Eddie Guerrero match came on, I was looking yeah. forward to seeing how he was gonna how he was gonna do it, how he was gonna shoot to win. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was he was incredible, gone too soon, unfortunately, you know. And yeah. um, it's almost been twenty years since he's passed. It's doesn't yeah. seem like it at all. No nah, uh, Let me ask you this, a couple more questions here. Uh some shows that you're coming up on. Uh, I know you're coming to mid states here. Are you going to do all those shows in Harrison over the next yeah, a few weeks? Yep, okay. I was planning on going out there and feeling it for the the next four weeks because I know it's the first three Saturdays and the last Sunday. Okay. So, so it's uh, it's really I'm really looking forward to it because I haven't wrestled. Like that consistently, get that consistency, can't that consistently in a while. Yeah. You know, since yeah. I, when I had my kids, I started having like take less bookings. Um, yeah. Because I kept on knocking on my wife, so she was pregnant, yeah. watching kids and stuff like that. Yeah. But now it's yeah. uh, it's a little bit easier. They're a little bit older. I'm trying to talk my wife into letting me take take my at least my oldest son, mostly because I need someone to sell my merch. You know, he'll be right there. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> There you go, yeah. And it's not expensive. You know, your stuff, everybody's uh, merch there is not expensive uh, compared to the – and I love the atmosphere there. I'm going to tell you, Mid-States, to me, 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I go as much as I can, you know, uh, either in Springfield here or or in Harrison. Uh, And I absolutely just love it uh, from start to finish. Always put on a great show, and you're always and I and I will say this because I know this for a fact now because it's been announced. You guys are usually are almost always since I've started going sold out. I mean, it's yeah. the 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 building's packed, the chairs are filled, and we're usually from start to finish, everybody's standing up because they're yep. watching the match. They're all it, when you get butts off of seats, that's telling you something. And when you get the reactions from the crowd, the pops, I mean, it's, it's, it's top notch. And I love what Jason, uh, has done. Uh, you know, you guys, you and, uh, Nigel and dread, uh, you know, Stephen E's, uh, or, you know, he's got some guys coming in now and, and, yeah. you know, I'm looking forward to, to watching you guys. So, uh, Hey, this, uh, tomorrow, Saturday, uh, you're going to be there. Uh, are you going to do any new breed events coming up also, or are you just doing mid-states right now? So I know um, the next new breed show is uh, March 16th. Um, I believe that one is in – not Mid-Stories. Uh, I think that one is just Sedalia. Sedalia, uh, okay. And then they have – then after that one, they have one April 6th. At uh, Maycom, Maycom, um, Maycom yeah. so those, yeah, so I, I for sure will be at the April, uh, April 6th one. I'm gonna try to be at the March, uh, the March 16th one because uh, that's two days after my son's birthday. All but right. I already talked about it with my wife, and I was like, you know, yeah. we'll do a party like on Friday so I can yeah. go, yeah, do the show on Saturday because yeah. I, I enjoy doing that show. I, I love New Breed and Mid States, like, yeah, the locker rooms. Yeah. The locker rooms are super um, – how do I put this? Like, so in California, it's super high school-y, like high school-y. There's, <laughs> there's clicks, there's certain spots that, you know, you'll say hi to everybody, but it's like you know where you're not wanted and where you're wanted. Or, yeah. Out yeah. here, it's – everybody's one click. Like, Good. You know, granted, I'm glad to hear that. you'll get like – yeah, you'll get some guys who are just talking, but those are the guys who are talking about the match or have some other stuff going right. on. Yeah. But like everyone is, I don't know. It, it's just like a like the way the fans feel being out there yeah. and like how we're professional. That's how like as a as a wrestler when you're in the back, that's how it kind of feels like everyone's super cool, yeah. so yeah. Um, super welcoming. 
I was, yeah. um, I'm not going to lie. I was super worried coming out here because uh, when you're in California, you're, you're kind of raised and taught that like anywhere that has like a Confederate flag or the South or whatever, not going to yeah. like you. If you're not white, yeah. they're, they're not going to like you. So yeah. I kind of had that, that mindset coming out here. I was like, all right, they're probably not going to like me, but whatever I can, I can use that to be a heel you know, hundred percent wrong. Like yeah. Californians yeah. couldn't have been any more wrong. They, yeah, everyone's nice out here. Like I, I've, I've come across a few racist people, but yeah. it's like, it's generational racism. It's not like, Oh, yeah. I hate you cause you're not white. It's like, you know, they have these certain style of thinking and mm -hmm. it's because they haven't been around, you know, like they're, they yeah. were taught the way we were taught in California that they hate us out here they were taught out here that we probably hate them over, you know, like, so it's, it's, a, it's just a division within yeah. like generations or whatever, like, like younger generations being taught the wrong thing. And like, yeah. I hate to sound like a hippie man, but we just gotta love each other, man. Yeah, no, I a hundred percent. I mean, unfortunately you're going to have some type of that you know, stuff going on anywhere you go. Yeah. And I know, you know, 95% of people are good people. They really are. You just have that 5%, like when you're in school, that 5% that ruin it for everybody else, you know, right. and it's unfortunate. But, you know, I want to say one more time, though, hey, if you see Lord Atu on the card, get out there and see this, man. See Mid-States, see Newbreed, go out to these independent promotions it don't cost more than $25 to get in, if that. And Their merchandise. Front row and that's front row. That's right. Because, yeah. uh, you know, in Harrison, it's like 25 bucks, but you're in the front row. All their merch is, is you know, reasonable pictures are like five, 10 bucks. They'll sign it for you. It doesn't cost extra to get yeah. it signed. They'll take a picture with you. Their merchandise, if they have t shirts, they're like $20, $25. Whatever it is, it's reasonable. You're not going to pay 50 bucks for a T-shirt like you would at a WWE AEW event or 50 and bucks for a picture that's not signed. You're going to exactly. get quality, and you're going to get quality wrestling. I'm going to tell you, and I'm saying this not just because you're on here, but this is the truth. You guys always put on a top-notch show from start to finish. Even the pre-match at the, the 615 or whatever it is pre-match, you Those know, VIP matches, they they're awesome. They end up being pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they're they good. are. Like, um, because traditionally those are like the matches, like the the beginning dark matches or whatever for yeah students or for people who don't yeah who haven't been at the show yet. So it's, it's where you wanted to get, you know, where you want to get uh, you want to test out these new guys. All right, can yeah. they work in front of an audience? Let's give them a little yeah. audience to work in front of. But right. over here, it's it's actually treated like a. If you want to think about it, it's like a special main event before the show awesome. starts for it's awesome. the VIP customers. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, the last one I think I went to uh, in Springfield, they had the pre-show. I think it was a six-man. I think, actually, you were in it, if I remember right. You, Dread, I can't remember, but it was a six-man. No. no, not no, you? I, okay. I yeah, no, I wasn't. The, the only tag matches I've done so far out here was me and Dread. Uh, versus okay. Scott Hansen and uh, okay. Blue Bolt. 
Did you beat up? Uh, did you I, beat up? Did you beat up Gabe or Trey last time? It was one of those two, I think. Yeah, yeah, I beat up. Those, okay. <laughs> uh, I think actually, you know what? Consistently, it was so the first time. I want to say it was Trey, and then the second time it was Gabe. I, I right? think it was Gabe. Yeah, the Gabe was the last one. Poor guy. He he. he I mean, you probably put on a good match, but man, he he got whooped. <laughs> he he. You know what though? He. He's hell. He's a strong dude. Like he, yeah. he drilled me with a, a drop kick. Literally saw stars for a second. I was like, oh, yeah. oh. And <laughs> I'm kind of I'm different. Um, I like to yeah. be hit. Like I, it, it like it wakes me up. Like when um, yeah. you know, in a match, most guys get pissed off when you when you get stiffed or you know when you get like yeah. take a real shot. I like it. It it makes. Not only does it make it real to the fans, and they see that, like, oh, damn, yeah. but it, like, it doesn't it like, uh, at least for me, like, it makes me feel like, oh, it gets me more into the character. I'm like, now I want, yeah. now I want to hit you, boom, hit me back, come on, you know, like that's, I I enjoy that, but I I know most people don't like to be hit, so I'll, yeah. but I I always give a warning, I'm like, hey, make contact with me. You hit me, everything's fine. If you miss me, I'm not gonna sell it. But it's just, that's just simple as that. The way I was taught. Yeah. If you're not hit, that's, yeah. don't sell it because there's because it's those it's those uh those clips or those videos that get you know oh yeah. this is why wrestling's fake or fake yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah I've never wanted to be a part of that. I remember one video where Christian got Scott uh, Scott Steiner. It was at TNA, and he went to go uh, hit hit his head on the. Uh, either the apron or the still steps and Christian's hands was like barely even like right here. And Scott Sander already went, bam, hit his head, you know, like, and I was like, uh, and I was like in high school. So I already knew wrestling was fake, but it was just watching that. And I was like, yeah. Oh God, now I got to hear it from all the friends that like give yeah. me shit about wrestling, you know, like, yeah. Oh, you still watching that? You still watching it? Well, now I'm doing it. <laughs> You're doing it. And Loving it. As a fan, I absolutely love it. You guys are putting on a great product. I want to say one more time, Lorna 2, thank you for coming on. And if you can, folks, tomorrow uh, in Harrison, February 3rd, uh, the following three weeks in a row, I think they're in Harrison. And then they have yep. a, a show March uh, 3rd, I think, I want, in Springfield. I think. Um, I, I believe it's March 6th. 6th, um, March 6th. That, that I'll first, put it on the here. first Saturday. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'll put it on here. But one more time, ladies and gentlemen, Laura, too, thank you for coming on today, sir. Great talk. Love talking to you. And I'll look forward to having you on again sometime. Thank you for having me, and I'm looking forward to being back. Hopefully, uh, right. I'll have like, some yeah. nice shiny gold to be showing off. There <laughs> you go. Some 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 belt power yeah all right yeah, folks because you know me me and dread are going to be going for those mid-stage taxing titles it's only yeah. a matter of time before whoever the fraternity the johnnies doesn't matter you guys are just warming it up for us you know those would be awesome that would be an awesome match either team i will tell you one last thing before we go that fraternity i'll be honest it has really impressed me oh, over yeah. the last year of them being a team and stuff i have you know, when they first came out, you know, they looked like Otis and Chad Gable, you know, the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but they but they but they have really, you know, blossomed and, and have come a long way. You know, they've had the titles and, and they're great they're a great team and 
either team that you guys challenge, it'll be a classic match. I know it will be. So. Yep. And uh, for everyone watching, don't forget to go to YouTube, go to Mid States Wrestling. You know, yes. check up on their 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 shows because mm-hmm. you will see the evolution of the fraternity on there because they just yeah. they just started with the um the tag team tournament that they had a couple of months ago, and yeah. you're gonna get to see the the fraternity kind of find their groove as a tag team. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of rough and then boom, they're just in a great yeah. stride. Same thing with the Johnnies, yeah. you know, yeah. like it, like you said, Miss States is amazing, uh, has a lot of amazing talent and you guys nice. can watch it every week. You know, every Friday they, it comes out. There's a new episode today. Yeah. Go, go catch up. <laughs> we'll put that down in the description, the Mid States YouTube channel. One more time, ladies and gentlemen, Laura too. Thank you for coming on. Folks, get out there and see these guys. Support these guys. They're out here busting their butts to put on a quality card for you. So thanks again. Folks, if you're watching, thank you. If you're listening, thank you. If you haven't subscribed, please do so, and we will talk to you soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. VOC Nation's own Stroh Maestro suffered a major medical and financial catastrophe this year. From the VOC Nation family, to all of you, please continue to pray for Stroh Maestro for his continued recovery. You can also donate to his cause, paypal.me slash the worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests. Like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network 
on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my... Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Yeah. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is Bill Actor, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiants? Well, actually, it was a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a Did loss. Did didn't have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation.